One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Now please note, a wrestler doesn't need to be completely terrible to qualify for this very list. It's simply true that one of their reigns can be considered totally crap or pointless. There's also another interesting question at play here, just where are these guys now? So with all that in mind, I am Gareth here from What Culture Wrestling and here is the 10 worst WWE World Champions ever. Where are they now? Number 10, Sergeant Slaughter. Sarge is the legend who was was recently warring with former WWE star Lacey Evans. He was unhappy that she was borrowing aspects of his military gimmick without permission, and that she was using sex appeal to sell it. Those are his words there. The bizarre thing about all of this is that Slaughter's own military background was completely made up, so he could assume the role of an aggressive drill instructor. Fans online have pointed to this, and used the drama as an excuse to hammer Sarge's WWF title reign in 1991. And they're right, to because it was brutal. Slaughter was past his prime by the time he toppled the Ultimate Warrior at the 1991 Royal Rumble, and he then dropped the belt to Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 7 mere months later. So, swiftly moving on. Number 9, Rob Van Dam. Yep, sorry, but Rob Van Dam's 22-day run as WWE Champion in 2006 definitely qualifies for this list. It was criminally short, but the company had an excuse. RVD was arrested on drug possession charges in early July. So management decided to take the belt off him and give it to Edge. That was very much that. Rob would never hold the biggest prize ever again. The embarrassment didn't halt Van Damme's legacy from growing though. He's popped back up on WWE TV countless times over the years, and even appeared on AEW a few times recently too, taking on Jack Perry and teaming up with Hook. He might not have soared as WWE Champion, but Rob has remained popular with hardcore wrestling fans, so much so that he still has people talking about all things RVD in 2023. Now here's a quick question for you, is RVD the greatest high flyer of all time? If he's not, then I want to know who you think is in the comments section right down below this video. Maybe it's this guy actually. Number 8, Rey Mysterio. You've got to feel sorry for Rey Mysterio here. His only WWE title reign lasted less than a full episode of Raw in 2011, and was only booked as a makeweight to get another backup title on John Cena during CM Punk's Summer of Punk sabbatical. It was a ludicrous booking decision, one that also shrugged on-screen shoulders at the thought of Punk running out of money in the bank with the top belt and blowing kisses Vince McMahon's way. If WWE could just create a new title and move on, then why the hell should we care? People definitely do still care about Ray in 2023 though. He's another who has experienced quite the career resurgence in recent years. A feud versus his son Dominic was one of WWE TV's biggest dangling carrots earlier this 
this year, and Mysterio has since settled in as the default leader of a revamped LWO too, and he's also picked up a US title win recently. Not bad at all. Number 7, Dolph Ziggler. Known workhorse Dolph Ziggler had a blink and you'll miss it world title stint in February 2011, but that was all part of an ongoing storyline involving Edge and Vicky Guerrero. Later, Dolph would, uh, enjoy a longer reign, but that had come to a premature end due to concussion issues. Neither was a banner period in the man's career. Money in the bank cash-in aside because that was awesome, and becoming world champion didn't end up being Ziggler's full-time ticket to the top of WWE cards either. Fast forward to 2023, and Ziggles would be shockingly released during the most recent round of WWE cuts earlier this year, with the show-off now potentially popping up in somewhere like the land of all elite alongside his brother in the not-too-distant future. Where do things have happened this year? Number 6, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose as WWE champion sucked. Don't lie to yourself, it did. He was immediately blown out of the water by following champion AJ Styles, and really struggled to convince as a top babyface whilst holding the belt. Matches against old Shield pals Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins proved decent, but a singles versus Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam 2016 came and went without much fanfare. Dean's interest in WWE life began fading after that, and he decided to take the plunge by leaving in 2019, and AEW was awaiting. Of course, that's exactly where John Moxley is right about now, and he's done alright over the last few years, hasn't he? He's worked several runs as AEW World Champion, but currently heads up the Blackpool Combat Club group alongside Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Wheeler Utah. and long may his violent run continue. Number 5, Jack Swagger. Only the real ones remember the glory of Swagger's soaring eagle. Seriously though, WWE pushed promising blue chipper Jack Swagger to the mountaintop in 2010 without properly pausing to think about how he'd fare as champion. It was an experiment, and a failed one. Swagger didn't have the mic skills to carry top feuds as a world heavyweight champion, and his matches were nothing to write home about either. This was definitely a case of too much too soon, but it remains the peak portion of Jack's in-ring career in a major company. Today, he's Chris Jericho's former bodyguard in AEW, and spent most of his recent time on TV hanging around talking about how much he liked his hat. I mean, it was a rather nice hat, though. Number 4, Jinder Mahal. Everyone knew this guy would be involved as soon as they clicked on the video, but there's no getting away from the fact that Jinder Mahal is roundly considered one of the worst WWE champions ever. He was a career mid-carder who got into supreme physical shape, and was rewarded with a sudden stab at the big time. Fans were shook when Jinder pinned Randy Orton at Backlash 2017, and even more stunned that he held onto the top gold for 170 days. WWE finally threw the towel in on his title reign in November that year, and he'd never get close to the main event pack again. Mahal has struggled to resettle on the mid-card ever since too, and is currently the mouthpiece for Indusure, who haven't been doing much of anything on the main roster. Everybody would likely just prefer to forget that he was ever pushed to the very, very top. Another failed experiment here, folks. Number 3, Bob Backlund. Now, Bob Backlund's first reign cannot be considered a flop. He enjoyed a lengthy reign as WWWF champion, renamed WWF during his run throughout the late 1970s into the 80s, and then vanished during the height of Hulkamania. Nobody could have then predicted that old Bob would get a second reign in 1994. It only lasted three days, but Backlund toppled Bret Hart at Survivor Series before dropping the strap to new monster Diesel on a house show in MSG. He only won the title so Bret didn't have to do the honours for Kevin Nash, basically, and yet it was still so strange to see 
at the time. The dude felt so out of place. Bobby is still in top physical shape though, especially for somebody in his 70s, but he hasn't been spotted on WWE TV in years. He is, however, a darling of the autograph meet and greet circuit, and is by all accounts a thoroughly decent bloke. You love to hear it. Number 2. The Great Carly. Nobody was ever going to accuse The Great Carly of wrestling classic matches. The literal giant could barely walk by the time he ambled onto WWE screens in 2006, but Vince McMahon did not care because of his physical stature. What followed was a rather painful World Heavyweight title run. 61 days felt like 661. These days though, Carly is pretty much retired from active wrestling. He did return to be inducted into the 2021 WWE Hall of Fame, and bizarrely held the WWE title aloft during Jinder Mahal's reign as champion. <laughs> Remember that? But he'll probably never do anything physical in the company again. Though he did still surprisingly show up at Superstar Spectacle in India earlier this year. Follow Carly on social media, and you'll see he's also still active in the gym every damn day. The big man has taken an interest in politics too, which could have probably come in handy had he been interested in extending that world title run further. <laughs> Just kidding. Number 1. Vince McMahon Vince McMahon was capable of working spirited brawls against all comers throughout the late 1990s and into the early 2000s, but his four-day reign in TV land as WWF champion was a creative clangor. He'd win the thing from Triple H on SmackDown, then vacate it come the following week's Raw. What a waste of time, eh? Vince didn't even defend the belt in ring, which could have given his stint as champ some credibility to speak of. The long-time WWE owner is currently hitting headlines for all the wrong reasons these days, and he was most recently seen sporting that horrific mustache when WWE officially merged with the UFC to form the new TKO company. Nightmare fuel. And that is our list. Know of any of the other worst WWE World Champions that we've missed? Well, let us know all about them in the comments section right down below, and don't forget to like, share, and click on that subscribe button while you're down there. Also, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, then please head on over to whatculture.com and find some more fantastic articles just like the one this video you're watching right now is based on. I've been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Cheers for spending a bit of time with us today. Now go and chase a squirrel in your garden or something. I don't know. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.